Happy Thursday, my pop culture junkies. This is Pop Culture Mondays on Thursdays, and I'm your host, Brooke Hammerling. Pop Culture Guys, it's just little old me today, as those of you who are avid Pop Culture Mondays on Thursdays listeners, you know that every so often I take a break from having an incredible guest just to just to talk to you. Uh, keep it keep it simple. Keep it fresh, as the kids say. I don't even know. I don't think the kids say that. Last week I had on my bestie Britt Morgan Sachs. People really love that one. Um, people apparently you guys like to listen to Britt and I just talk and finish our sentences. But thank you for the feedback. We'll definitely be having Britt on again as soon as she'll allow me. Uh, she is in Florida. I'm sending you love and everyone in Florida love as the Hurricane Ian is barreling down and specifically actually where my niece and nephew and their spouses live, which is in St. Pete, Florida, Tampa Bay. So they are out of their St. Pete. My thoughts and prayers are with everyone there. Um, hurricanes are no joke. And this one seems like a biggie. So sending everyone my love and uh, and stay safe. But Let's move into some crazy pop culture stuff that is actually, we have breaking news. So I'm going to get to that. And I want to address a little bit that's from the newsletter this week, but there's also breaking news. And before we get into it, though, I do want to give you guys a little insight into my brain because I'm not a pop culture, like it's not my full-time job. It is my my hobby. I love it. I have been in really enjoying writing this newsletter for the last few years and, and most recently launching this podcast. But it's not like I spend 24-7 covering pop culture. I'm not a writer by, by profession. I'm not a broadcaster by profession. I just absorb a lot of knowledge <laughs> of, of ridiculous information. That said, I appreciate the fact that my friends think I'm the expert on all things, but there's a lot I don't know. And there's a lot of these things that I bring to you. I'm finding out because there maybe I'm on TikTok more than the average person in my age group, but I pick up on like, I start to see things and connect the dots and see that, oh, this might be popping up, whether it's on TikTok or even Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or Twitter, or just all over the place. YouTube though, going back to that is not my natural habitat, even though it's the one that's been there the longest, I think, and I've been on it longer than any other platform. It is not my natural habitat. So I've never, I missed that whole moment of the YouTuber, not, not any of the other video platforms, but YouTube. And I'm, I was friends with the guys who started YouTube. I was part of that entire moment in time, more so than any of the other platforms, but I really never got into the YouTube influencers, the famous YouTube people, famous shows on YouTube, even though I have a lot of friends who have been influencers or famous YouTube people, I usually met them having no idea. So that is not my natural place. So today we have breaking news around this very, very popular show on YouTube called The Try Guys. And if you had asked me two days ago, if I'd ever heard of this show, I would have said no. Even yesterday morning, I did not hear of this show. It started popping up almost immediately after I published the newsletter. And so just we're in the time machine 
this week. So I'm recording this on Tuesday. You're going to be hearing this on Thursday. So by no means is what I'm saying going to be fresh on Thursday. There'll be a lot more information, I'm sure, in the next 48 hours. I'm currently in New York City at the Bowery Hotel recording this on Tuesday. So keeping that in mind, the news started to break yesterday. And so I have been going through my very expanded research into this whole, not just the show, but the cast members, the genre, the audience. I have watched like four hours of Try Guys content from where there's anything from like eating an entire menu to trying out high dives to trying out like all these things on Amazon. Like I get it. It's a, the concept of the show And again, I have only scratched the surface. So I'm sure there are those of you listening, you may are familiar with the show. You may be fans of the show yourselves. You may have kids that are fans. I've heard from some of you um, who I know are parents of teenagers. So I'm assuming that's where you're hearing it. But maybe you've also sort of been a Try Guy fan yourself. But bear in mind, I've done this in the last, what, 28 hours? So these these guys and gals, they sort of come together and they they try like this. They take a theme and they go for it and they film it and they have like really funny bits. And you are watching them and you're imagining like, what would it be like to jump off of a huge high dive and all of that stuff? And it's great. It's fun. I understand it conceptually. But the story came out, there were all these rumors, it started, I started seeing it on TikTok, but then it spread and it's everywhere. And I guess it's this guy who's one of the stars of the Try Guys named Ned Fulmer. And Ned Fulmer is a very, like, I don't know, non-threatening kind of guy. He looks like he's a ginger and he also is very married. And why I say very married, because you're married or you're not married. I don't, I guess there's no, like, you're not sort of pregnant. You're pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're married or you're not married. But in this case, dear sweet Ned tends to talk about his wife quite a bit. He started as the sort of husband dude. He talks about his wife all the time. There's some montages on TikTok where it's like, my wife, my wife, I love my wife, I'm but my wife, and I'm doing this with my wife, and my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife. Generally, I'm just going to say a red flag. If we have not learned from the whole John Mulaney sort of, and I think there's even some comparisons in socials of Ned and John Mulaney. And for those of you who don't know John Mulaney, he's sort of the really like every man. He was like that, that average guy, really intelligent comedian and people really loved him. And he was married to this really beautiful artistic artist. Obviously she's artistic, but very creative artist. And they were like a hipster couple in New York. They have a French bulldog or they had a French bulldog. I mean, they were my people. I was like, yes, I love them. And he was always in his comedy routines talking about his wife and how he loved his wife and he was so loyal to his wife. And then he had some issues with drugs or alcohol and he went to rehab and then like five seconds out of rehab he and his wife are over and it's been 
uncovered that he is having a baby with actress Olivia Munn. Beautiful woman, lovely, met her, but there was some overlap, shall you say, as we've all been led to believe. And people felt really, really let down by John Mulaney. People were really um, disappointed. And women were like, if we can't trust John Mulaney, like who can we trust? I don't think anyone felt that way about Adam Levine. I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, As Britt and I talked about last week, I don't really think it was a surprise that the guy from Maroon 5 and those tattoos was probably like philandering around as a pop star. But anywho, John Mulaney is a different sort of beast. And he had this sort of, you know, aw shucks kind of, you know, the guy every mother wants you to bring home. So fast forward to today, we have this guy that I did not know existed until yesterday named Ned Fulmer. Um, And he was one of the one of the guys, if you will. He was caught by some terrible like it looks like the photographs that are showing him reportedly locked in in an embrace and kiss with another woman. Uh, This other woman is reported to be a producer on the show. I think they call her Food Baby Alex, um, something like that. Again, guys, this is not my strong suit. I am not generally covering stuff that I know nothing about, but the internet has broken today. So I had to do my like cliff notes version of studying up on this. So if some of you are like, I know a hell of a lot more about this than Brooke does, like you, congratulations, like send me a note. I need to know more. But somebody in a Vegas, maybe it was, I mind piecing it together, but they just did this show in Vegas and they ate, one of the guys ate everything on the menu at the Caesars buffet, which is like the most famous buffet in the world. And it's got every sort of piece of food. And I don't know how he's still alive. And it looks like this was out in Vegas. I may be wrong. Somebody got a picture that looks like it was taken in 1989 with like a freaking disposable camera. There is no quality to this image, but it reportedly shows, it seems to show him in an embrace with food baby Alex. Now it's all come out because of fans and Reddit and they've put it together and they were like noticing that that Ned had not been on the last few shows, even though there are images of him in Vegas and was at the show like during the time they were filming the Caesars buffet show, he's been what appears to have been cut out. It then was announced today on Instagram by the show, the Try Guys announced that he is no longer on the show and they've, they've parted ways. So, okay. So that's, you know, people are talking about that. Well, Ned Fulner has, Fulmer, sorry, has come out with his own, statement, which is just where these people like, please, for the love of God, I come from a communications background. Adam Levine's post on Instagram the other week was a disaster. And this guy's is a disaster. So I'm just going to read it because I want to, I want to break it down for a second. He posted this around three o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday, September 27th. And then Ned, a guy, a guy I did not know existed. I'm assuming a lot of you didn't know it existed. He has 1.2 million followers on the Insta. 
His bio is comedian and number one New York Times bestseller, a.k.a. Ariel Fulmer's husband. And I guess they have a cookbook together called Date Night Cookbook. Ay, ay, ay. So Ned's statement on Insta, it's one of these written statements that they like from their notes app and then they put it on Insta. Family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and had a consensual workplace relationship. I'm sorry for any pain that my actions may have caused to the guys and the fans, but most of all to Ariel. The only thing that matters right now is my marriage and my children. And that's where I'm going to focus my attention. Okay, honestly, of statements I've read that are bad, this is one of the worst ones. And it feels like he's like panicking and he just threw something out there. But I cannot tell you how terrible the line is, lost focus. Like I lost focus and my penis fell into somebody else's vagina that didn't happen to be my wife that I'm in business with and use as part of my entire personality to be the good guy that you guys are logging in to see. So like the lost focus, the lost focus, like, and then the consensual workplace relationship, like, well, yeah, okay. I'm glad it was consensual, except that you're probably in a position of power with somebody who's working on a show you're a star of. And I assume you're sort of a creator of and maybe a producer of. So let's just talk about that. But then secondly, like you're in a consent, well, consensual between you and the woman. I don't think it was consensual with your wife. It doesn't sound like. And then it's this I for ca- pain I may have caused. Like I'm assuming there is pain. So I, I guys, I just have to say, if one thing you can take away from this, if you are in a crisis of any kind, professional or personal, put the phone down. Do not write a statement. Do not bang it out on your notes app. Do not think you're going to fix it with five sentences in as the blood is boiling through your body and your thumbs have like sort of taken on a life of their own. Do not do it. You don't need to pay a million dollars to a crisis comms person. Fucking call me. Put a, send me a DM. I will walk you through this. But there are just a million other ways of addressing said, you know, scandolo than saying you lost focus. I lost focus and my penis fell into somebody else's vagina. That's what you just said, basically. So mazel tov to you. Happy New Year. I really just have no time for this, but I don't really want to talk anymore about it, but the fact is you're going to start hearing about it because it's just hit through some zeitgeist and it's crossing over all these different genres. And my friends who are like housewives in the Midwest have heard about this. My friends who are powerhouse uh, executives in New York City have heard about this. So I am just trying to summarize exactly where we're at. He's gone. Avita Zane. I hope for his wife and children, they they find a happy place. It sucks that this is all public. But you know what? You know whose fault that is? It's Ned's because he lost focus. So if anyone's going to feel sorry for anyone, feel sorry for the wife and children and no one else in this scenario. Um, So that's it. I mean, David, did you know anything about this? I'm looking at my producer who is like, what the fuck is happening? I need a drink. Have you heard of it? Do you watch YouTube shows? Do you do any of like do you, I'm just not, I don't have enough time in my life to get sucked into this stuff. Yeah, I am on YouTube quite a bit, but like you, I've never heard of this guy or this show. I mostly watch animal videos. Yeah, right. I mean, like when a monkey befriends a cat, like those are my, yeah, that's fine. Or the guy that pulls like 
nails and car keys out of cows hooves oh and that guy is also we haven't talked about that i haven't put him in the he is that's i don't know if you guys are into that if you've fallen into that rabbit hole but there is viral sensation of you just watch and you get lost in it and they're on tiktok instagram youtube of the guy is going around and fixing the hooves of cows, like scooping out the shit that gets into their hooves. It's really satisfying. I love it so much. But again, I do have a real job. So if I, if I were to just look at this stuff all day long and write about it, I would have no, no time for anything else. Um, but moving on, if you guys read the newsletter, that's awesome. Thank you. If not, I just wanted to give you a quick rundown of what went down this past week. But I do want to say, as I've mentioned over the last like three months, I love Harry Styles. I think I have said I would make out with Harry Styles in almost every week when I do my make out, marry or mute. I have defended Olivia Wilde. I particularly think people have gone after her because of society's views on older women with younger men. I also have spoken highly of Florence Pugh. I don't know this woman. I don't know any of these guys, to be honest with you, ever in my life. But Florence Pugh's magical actress, uh, actor, and I have found her to be really compelling and has made have made really interesting choices in her career. Um, but we're, none of us are unaware of all of the controversy that this film has created. And we've written about it and talked about it over the last few weeks and months. So as promised, I went to see Don't Worry Darling in the movie theater. On opening weekend, I saw it in West Hollywood at this massive theater off of Sunset. I went with my friend Frances. Frances comes from the music business. She is a Kiwi. She is a, she's been on, she's been a guest on this pod. We were very excited. I mean, we bought tickets in advance. We had reserved seats. We went to dinner at Horses, which is a fabulous restaurant in West Hollywood. Prior, we walked to the movie theater. It was like a real New York City experience. And the movie theater was, we couldn't even get, we couldn't get sodas or anything because the line was so long because Harry Styles stands, like people who loved him were there. There were a lot of feather boas. The theater was sold out. It was a rowdy crowd. The women that I was sitting next to were awesome. They brought like Ziploc bags of red vines and were offering me red vines. Now, normally I would accept free food in a heartbeat, like not even a question, except the one food I cannot stand. I am a Twizzlers girl. It's an East Coast, West Coast thing, guys. But red vines are disgusting. They taste like chemicals in your mouth. So I'm sorry. Come at me. I know you're going to be all upset with me, but Twizzlers are the, the way to go. So I, I, I could not partake in the free food being offered to me. But the point is, we were all in it. We watched 25 minutes of previews, great movies coming, so excited for it. And then the movie starts. And I'm just going to tell you in the next couple minutes, first of all, Francis will say, don't go see this movie. I say, I think you should see this movie just out of pure curiosity, right? I also will say, I am not condoning drugs. I do not think you should do drugs. But should you happen to be on drugs, say you happen to be like, today's a good day to take some mushrooms or you know what? I haven't tried LSD in a while. I'm going to go on it. That is the perfect opportunity to go see this movie. You will probably then absolutely love this movie. The best part of this movie, the best part of this movie is not the part that any of the filmmakers or people in the movie would want it you to say it was the best part. But that is, I've never been in a theater where the entire theater 
laughed hysterically. I mean, together, like stranger next to me who offered me the red vines is like grabbing my hand. Like we were howling. The only negative about that is it's not a comedy. It was not any part of the movie that was meant to make you laugh. We were just laughing out of, I don't know if you want to call it on, like we were uncomfortable, like awkward, or we couldn't believe what we were seeing. It was generally around my boyfriend, Harry's acting and, and his approach to this, this role. There was just a lot of problems. Harry's not, I think he's an amazing talent. And as a friend of mine said, he just sold out 15 shows at the garden. Like, how is that not enough? Like stick to that. You don't need to also be an actor. Now I think he could be in a fun movies and we'll see what this policeman movie is like, but this role was just maybe not the right role for him. He's not trained enough as an actor. I'm not sure if the movie could have maybe done with a, with an editor. It needed a lot of editing. There was a lot of different genres coming out. It was like Olivia Wilde was like, I'm going to be Stanley Kubrick mixed in with a little like, I don't know, like witches. And there's a lot going on and there's a lot of dancing girls. And then all of a sudden the last 15 minutes, you're in a sci-fi movie, which was not anticipated. But if I'm going to be in seeing a sci-fi movie, I'd really like to know earlier in the movie. So it was just a lot, guys. I, I got to say, I thought Florence Pugh's magnificent. Chris Pine was the really interesting role. It just started getting to the place I really wanted to get into it when it ended. So it's just one of those. Like it, The preamble of this movie was 98% of the film. So it was just unsatisfying on that front. But I will say, the audience was, they will not forget that. The people in that audience were laughing in the most uncomfortable parts of the film. So that's my, that's my two cents. I still am glad I saw it. And I think everybody should go see it and have their own opinion. So the movie should make money. That's, that's my point. It's a lot of hard work to make and all of them should be celebrated for that. But, uh, you can maybe understand why there's been a little hesitation in the promotion of the film. So that being said, moving on to the other big topics this week, we mentioned Adam Levine. I don't really need to say anything more. I think the memes are really funny if you haven't seen them. So one of the memes that's going around, which is so funny, is from the text, apparently between Adam and and his mistress, uh, Sumner. And it was a picture of her body, I guess. And then he wrote, holy fuck, holy fucking fuck, that body of yours is absurd. And so... People are are making it like hilarious and putting images of other things. So um, one of my favorites was um, the picture. If you guys remember, we 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 showed that picture back earlier in the summer of Elon pre losing his weight on the boat where he looked sort of like a, a heavier set Elon and very pasty. And there's a picture of there's a picture of him and it's the guy says had no idea Adam Levine was an Elon Musk fan. Picture of Elon is holy fuck, holy fucking fuck. That body of yours is absurd. It goes on. You get the idea. It's amazing. And I loved it. What I don't love is what's happening in Iran. I love that these that people are protesting. We all know by now what's happened. It's very tragic how many people are losing their lives. Young people are losing their lives in protests, protesting what ultimately came from the murder of a 22-year-old woman. We've talked about this for not wearing her, her, her hijab correctly, according to the morality police. But unprecedented response, uh, protests that are growing, people being killed by the 
the police in Iran. Protests are erupting throughout the world in front of embassies, online. Western women, as well as Iranian women, but outside of Iran, are cutting their hair in protest. Men are shaving their heads. They're also, you know, we're getting a trickling of videos out, but the internet has been sort of blocked out of Iran from what we understand. So people are getting videos out, I assume, over like cellular and their own hotspots, but it's it's fewer and far between. So got to keep an eye on that. But again, looking at how social media has come together and showcasing it, it's very moving, very terrifying. It's the bravery that we are seeing by young especially young women who are ripping the hijabs off in Iran and cutting their hair in Iran is, is unlike anything I've ever seen. And then I'm going to end on my final note, my final story, which has brought me great, 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 great joy, great joy over the last six days or so. And that is the Miami Boys Choir. And if you've not heard this banger of a song, then you definitely haven't followed me on social media. You definitely haven't read the newsletter and you definitely have been living under a rock because this song, it came out, it was like one part and it's these young boys. And at first it's like, wow, they're a little out of style, these young kids and this like, what is this choir? It's all Jewish boys. And they're wearing satin shirts and they have voices of angels and they're amazing. And then you realize that this is actually a video from, I think, something like 17 years ago or 16 years ago. And the little boys that we've all come to love, there are these different soloists and then the, the choir and especially David. We have fallen absolutely madly in love with one of the singers. You guys have to watch it to understand what I'm talking about. But the Miami Boys Choir has a group of amazing singers, but one in particular stood out. They're married, they probably have kids, and you started to see this sort of story come to life. So first you see them singing and it's just like, why is this beat like it changes it changes melodies and it there's the the voices go so well together and it's just a really great song and then you get part two which is just even better and there's dancing and there's saxophone and then the rabbi that's their their hopefully very chaste rabbi there's a lot of people out there that were like I hope he wasn't a naughty rabbi but I'm veering into terrible territory now and then you see the reaction videos and that's something I love about all these social platforms like to watch people's reactions, including one I did. And then you hear from all of these kids who grew up in Jewish summer camps to talk about this song and what this song means to them and how cool this is to see the Jewish community sort of be celebrated in like right before Rosh Hashanah. And it just, it just went completely bananas. People loving this song, all different generations. You saw the Gen Z getting into it. You saw my Gen, Gen X get into it. And it just, you know, it was one of those things where you're like, God, I really love a little good news. Now, apparently pop star Sam Smith had an album drop. And I guess everybody was anticipating that to be the TikTok song of the weekend that was going to explode. And so there's a lot of funny TikToks about how He's probably really upset with the Miami Boys 
Choir, which, by the way, Miami Boys Choir has been in existence since 1977. And I bet you those boys, all of them throughout the years, were very popular at Camp Winnebago and other boys and girls sleepaway camps throughout the country. So on that note, I'm going to do my makeout, marry or mute. And I know it's so exciting. I am I am going to make out with the entire audience <laughs> of my movie experience of Don't Worry Darling, like make out with all of them. It was just like a group puddle of make out because they were just fantastic and funny and I love them. I'm going to marry David, who is a, a grown up now from the Miami Boys Choir and also apparently married. I don't know. Is this called J-pop or Orthodox pop? Like I'm into it. We need to brand it into something. I would definitely marry him because I just he could sing and he has a keyboard and he makes funny videos and I like him and I would mute Uh, I would mute all the stuff about losing focus and this guy, Ned, I don't care anymore. I don't care about like these guys who make a brand off of being loyal husbands and then turn out not to be shocking. Mute, 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 mute. Um, how's that David? Did I miss anything? Great job as usual. I think you covered it all. I covered it all. Okay. Well, I could ramble. I have to get on to an event, but I hope this was a learning experience for you because it has been for me and I hope to never go back to the Try Guys drama at all, though I'll probably have to write about it on Monday. We shall see. But until next Thursday, stay cool and keep in the loop on all the pop culture and send me any tips. Peace out. Pop culture.